You are listening to the Live Diet Free Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Avant, personal trainer, sports nutritionist, and weight loss coach. I'm here to help you lose weight for the last time without sacrificing your quality of life to do it. So pop your headphones in, go for a walk, and learn how to become the healthiest, happiest, and most confident version of yourself. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Live Diet Free Podcast. I'm recording this a couple days before Halloween. You're going to be listening to it in a couple of weeks. It'll come out on November 15th. And if you are listening to it between the 15th and the 18th, you are in luck because our, excuse me, our enrollment for the final round of our foundations program of 2021 is open right now. So if you haven't heard of this program before and been living under a rock, I'm going to give you a quick overview of it. This is a six-week, very comprehensive nutrition, exercise, lifestyle, weight loss program that is going to help you build the foundation, see what we did there, for long-term success. This is not your quick fix, restrict everything, these are the only three foods that you can eat, good luck type program. This is about educating you, about kind of stripping away all of the beliefs and misconceptions that you've picked up over your years spent dieting, helping you learn what, how weight loss actually works, what it really boils down to, what few behaviors are really worth focusing your time on and learning how to do consistently and easily so that not only are you losing weight, you are enjoying your life in the process, you are not sacrificing your health in the process, and you are setting yourself up to maintain your results when you get them. The unfortunate reality of it is that the majority of our country is overweight and an even bigger majority of the people who lose weight gain it back. That's why all of those programs you've done before, the Octavia, the MLM stuff, the keto, the super restrictive stuff, that's why it hasn't worked. It has worked in in the sense that you have lost some weight. It has not worked in the sense that the goal was to keep it off and you haven't. So in order to get a more successful result, you need to take a different approach. And that is exactly what we teach you in foundations. So you can go to sraman.com slash foundations, get all the information on that. Enrollment closes on Thursday, the 18th. So if you're listening to this, if you're a future person, and it's some some time down the road, um, go to that website anyway, you'll see if enrollment is open, you can get on the wait list. Um, But if you're listening to it the week this podcast comes out, and you have not yet done foundations and want to join us, get on in there. So okay, we have roughly six weeks until the end of the year. And I know that this can be a really challenging and anxiety-inducing time of year. And that's why I wanted to do this episode about how to shift your perspective going into the holidays. Like I said, I'm filming this or recording this a couple days before Halloween. And I actually saw a post in a Facebook group yesterday that I just thought was so ridiculous. It was a person posting a bag of candy, basically saying like, nothing you eat between now and the end of the year is healthy. I can't wait until January 2nd so that I can detox and start feeling better. Mind you, it's the end of October. And also, P.S., by the way, you're in charge of your choices. So if you don't want to spend two plus months just eating yourself into a stupor and feeling terrible about it, you don't have to. So I want to first just kind of normalize that if you have had the temptation, or maybe you've already started making choices like this, 
to just kind of say, I don't care anymore. I'll deal with it next year. You're in very good company. It's really, really normal. And when you zoom out and like take emotion out of it and realize that we pretty much feel this way for like a sixth of the year, it seems pretty ridiculous. But when you're in it, it feels really real. It feels really true. And I've noticed it myself a couple of years ago. I invested in a business coach. I wanted to invest in a business coach. And it was like early November, maybe even mid-November. Could have been like exactly this time of year. And my initial thought was, I want to work with her. I'll do it next year. And I had to work through a lot of kind of mind drama about that, where I was like, you know what? The way you're acting right now is exactly like the women who are saying, I want to lose weight, but not until I get through the holidays. If there is a change you want to make, if you want to start growing and working towards a goal, the best time to do that is right now. And just delaying it is not serving you in any way. And so I ended up kind of having this light bulb moment where I was like, oh, that's silly. Why would you wait? So I I invested in her and that was kind of one of the turning points in my business. It uh, just so happened that she doubled her rates in the new year. And I was so patting myself on the back for taking action. It was like the, the universe was like, aligning to like show me that taking action when I did was the right call. And I've kind of taken that lesson with me going forward. Like I said, it was a couple of years ago, but now I always think when I'm making decisions, like I want to make a quick decision here and just own whatever I'm going to do. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it now. I'm not going to put it off till later. And you know, now I have this past experience of having been rewarded for doing that uh, quickly. So all that to say, There is no reason, no legitimate reason to throw in the towel for these last six weeks of the year. And I know that it is tempting and that you may have more disruptions and more temptations and just more stuff. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if the mic picked that up, but my stomach is gurgling. Um, So you may want to, but what I want to offer you is that you don't have to pick a, an extreme, I think part of why we want to disengage towards the end of the year is because we're telling ourselves that there are two choices. We can either be super strict and restrictive and miserable and keep losing weight, or we can eat and drink everything in sight for six weeks, soak up every minute of those holiday temptations not feel good about it, but not have to think about losing weight or making healthy choices and just accept that we're going to gain some weight and then we'll do a detox in the new year and we'll deal with it then. If you're telling yourself those are the two options, of course, neither one sounds very good. But what I want to remind you is that those are not the only two options. There is a lot of in-between in there. You can decide, we've been talking, I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on, a, on an episode yet, but we've been talking about something, if I haven't yet, I'll do a separate episode probably. We've been talking about the concept of having surge phases and having cruise phases with your weight loss, where sometimes you've got your foot to the gas, you have really turned your effort dial up. I'm using a lot of, <laughs> a 
lot of analogies here. Just stay with me. Um, you turn your effort dial up and you are really dialed in. You are making losing weight a top focus. And that's when you're surging. You are zooming ahead. You are making progress. It feels good. But you also can't necessarily sustain that level of effort all the time, nor do you want to. Sometimes you want to take your foot off the gas and just kind of enjoy not thinking about it as much. Lean into maintaining and learning how to do that. And that's when you're cruising. And I think the problem is that a lot of people go from surging forwards to surging backwards and kind of forget about like that neutral where you're, like I said, taking your foot off the gas, but you're not rolling in the wrong direction. So think about first your perspective on what your options are through the holidays. And you don't need to make this like grandiose declaration of, okay, I'm, I'm committed to losing X amount of weight. You can just decide I'm not going to gain weight. You can decide I want to practice maintaining and experiment with some different options there. Maybe I want to see what it's like to estimate my portions and then measure them on, you know, kind of normal weekdays where not a whole lot is going on. Maybe you want to lean into the intangibles, which I talked about in episode 50 a couple weeks ago, where you're practicing eating mindfully, slowing down, paying attention to your hunger and fullness. Maybe you decide you want to take a break from tracking. Maybe you have taken a break from tracking and you decide you want to use it again to help you learn in what quantities and how frequently you can fit in those indulgences. You have a lot of different options, even if your goal is maintenance. You can also decide, there's really no reason that I can't lose weight through the holidays. Sure, I want to indulge on Thanksgiving, on you know whatever December holiday you do. You've got kind of a, a handful of, of days that you want to indulge, but also recognizing that those are not a huge percentage of the next six weeks and that you're going to be dialed in in between them. You're going to turn that dial up and kind of have more of a, a faster kind of surge and cruise cycle where you're surging for, you know, two weeks at a time and then you cruise for a couple days. Then you surge again, you cruise for a couple days. So just know that it doesn't need to be like this huge commitment where, you have to declare right now what your intentions are. But you do want to give some thought to how do I want to feel at the end of the year when we're toasting on New Year's? Do I want to be feeling great, being proud of myself, reflecting back and, and enjoying the time that I just spent with my family and my friends and knowing that I learned how to toe that line where I'm enjoying myself and, and indulging sometimes and not feeling like I'm digging myself into a hole? Or do you want to be among the the masses who are like relieved that it's all over and turning your sights to, okay, what kind of cleanse or detox or restrictive thing am I going to do in the new year to repent for this and try to undo it? Give some thought now to how you want to feel then. And just know that you don't need to... Um, what is the word that I'm thinking of? All that's coming to mind is discombobulate, but that's not, not at all what I mean. Um, you don't need to unravel. That's also not the word, but it'll, it'll do. You don't need to unravel from now until January. So think about it. How do you want to feel? The way you are currently thinking about the holidays, is that supporting that feeling at the end of the year, or is it making it impossible? 
Because the thing that you want to, men- want to remember is that the way you are thinking about the next six weeks is going to dictate how they go, how you feel, what you do, and the result that you get from them. So if you are already dreading your extended family coming into town, if you're already anxious about the road trip to get to your parents' house, if you are already telling yourself that when you bake cookies with the kids, you're just going to end up eating all of them, all of those things are going to be more likely to happen because you have been stewing on them for who knows how long. You get to decide what this holiday season looks like. And it doesn't matter what you have done in past years. It doesn't matter if you're 97 years old and you have spent the last 97 years, 96 years, I guess, doing one thing. You can just decide this year is going to be different. You have that control. And I think we forget that. We just get into kind of these ruts where we just accept, oh, this is what I always do. This is what always happens. This is the way it has to be. And we believe those things to be true so much that we don't even entertain the possibility of questioning them. We just think they are cold, hard facts. And a lot of what we believe just isn't. So where are you right now thinking about the holidays in a way that is not serving the best version of you? Where are you already dreading things or already telling yourself you're going to overdo it or you're going to stop working out or you're going to just like spin out of control because that's what always happens? And ask yourself, do I want to keep choosing to believe this? Or do I want to remember that I get to decide what takes up real estate in my brain and start choosing some different thoughts? I'm sure I've mentioned before one of my favorite quotes, which I never get verbatim, but I'll get, I'll get the gist, that you can't stop a bird from flying over your head, but you can prevent it from building a nest in your hair. And stay with me here. The point of that is that the birds are your thoughts and you can't control what thoughts just like pop into your head, but you can control whether you let them stay there and make themselves comfortable and kind of root in and you think them over and over and over again. You can just, if you've ever done any sort of meditation, you're probably familiar with acknowledging your thoughts and letting them go. That's what this is. You can notice, and this, this is the, the first thing that I would suggest that you do, is start to notice those thoughts that aren't serving you. Remind yourself that they are optional and let them go. How do you want to think about the holidays instead? When you think about like best case scenario, and I know a lot of you are probably thinking, well, nothing ever goes best case scenario for me. I'd rather brace myself for the worst so that I'm not disappointed or so that if anything goes slightly better, I'm pleasantly surprised. I get that. And I think that's my natural inclination too. But it's something that I've worked on not doing because when I learned how powerful my thoughts were and how much of an effect they have on how I feel and my actions and my results, why wouldn't you spend your time assuming the best? I talked about this with a business coach once where I was 
saying that you know everything was was going really well and that it was nice but i was like waiting for the other shoe to drop and i was like i'm just kind of waiting for the business gods to you know strike me and she was like well that's silly the business gods love you and they want you to succeed <laughs> and it was like such a like record comes to a screeching halt moment for me where i was like yeah that's silly these are fictitious business gods that i have created and now i've decided that they are out to to spite me <laughs> like oh why would I choose that? Why not choose to believe that they are going to support me and things are going to continue to be good? So remember that you are creating these things. Why not spend your time and energy thinking about how things could go well for you? Because when you do that, when you get into the habit of doing that, they are more likely to go well for you. You are more likely to start seeing the good elsewhere, to start looking for solutions instead of excuses, and to actually kind of creating that result. So twofold, like I said, think about your current thoughts about the holidays. Where are you living in the negative? And do you want to shift your perspective to focusing on ideally something more positive and hopeful, but at least something neutral that perhaps it's possible that you don't need to drink yourself into a stupor in order to tolerate your brother Perhaps it's possible that the coworker that you can't stand and always makes comments to you can make those comments and it won't bother you as much. You get to decide what you spend your time thinking about in advance. And I'm not saying that you can like manifest, you know, whatever, you know, that uh, that everything is going to be sunshine and rainbows because you have chosen to think positively. But you'll just be in a better headspace to handle the negative when you haven't been rolling around in it for however long. I want you to also notice if you are lumping like the entire rest of the year into this holiday jumble, when in reality we're talking about a handful of occasions. It's very easy to lump it all together and just feel like, well, it's just, it's, it's not even worth doing. Everything is just, it's just too much. It's not. If you look at your calendar, how many actual events are on it? Holiday meals or parties or celebrations. How many of the next six weeks are you actually traveling or hosting guests? And if it's the entire time, that's doable too, because that's long enough to get into new routines. That's something I've really learned in the frequency that we've moved over the last 10 years is that I used to think that I was someone who was really routine focused, that I was always, if I, if I got thrown out of my routines, I was just like totally bent out of shape. And I've realized and I've learned and I've practiced how easy it is to create new routines. Even if you're gone for two, three days, you can still anchor your days, your nights or whatever to a few familiar and comfortable things that will help you do more than nothing. You might still turn your dial down, but you don't need to do nothing. So think about, are you immediately dismissing any time that you're traveling or any time that you have guests with you as like lost time? Oh, I can't possibly exercise if my, you know, my parents are in the bedroom, in the guest bedroom. I can't possibly um, get my daily steps in if we're not at our house. I couldn't possibly eat my normal breakfast if we're 
in an Airbnb, whatever it is. Think about where you're kind of telling yourself the silly stuff like that. And when you hear me saying it, you're probably like, well, of course that's not true. But you're probably telling yourself things just like that. So notice, where are you? Where are you, where are you saying that? Where are you thinking that? And start taking notice now. The reason I'm doing this episode now is because we still have time before Thanksgiving. And then we've got plenty of downtime between Thanksgiving and the December holidays to be noticing these things. What are the habits and the routines that you're in under normal circumstances that help you feel good and make progress? And how can you stay consistent with at least some of those things, even if it's only one or two a day, through what might feel like the chaos of the holidays? It could be as simple as eating your same breakfast, regardless of what's going on, because it just anchors your morning to some normalcy and helps you stay mindful and make better choices the rest of the day. Maybe it's dialing back your step goal to something that will feel a little bit more doable when your time might be a little bit more spoken for, but that you can do wherever you are. You can say to whoever you're staying with or whoever's staying with you, I'm going to go out for a walk. Would you like to come? Or I'm going to be doing my exercises for the next 20 minutes. Do you want to join? If not, make yourself at home. Think about where you can create that for yourself so that you're not just letting all of the... We have a lot of normal Mondays, normal Tuesdays, normal Wednesdays, normal Thursdays, normal Fridays. We have a lot of that in the next six weeks. So don't let a few kind of red letter days cloud the number of normal workouts, normal meals, normal sleep days that you can have between now and the end of the year. And the final kind of perspective shift that I want to offer you is starting to think about anything that is a challenge, but obviously right now the holidays, as an opportunity to practice doing things differently. Most of the challenges you face are recurring. Yes, there's kind of the one-off surgery or that sort of thing. But for the most part, there's holidays every year. There are birthdays every year. You might take a vacation every year. So those things are recurring. Um, I don't even want to call them challenges because like, that's a perspective shift that, uh, that you should be making too. It's like, don't think about them as challenges. Think about them as just a part of life, an enjoyable part of life. And one that you know how to navigate and feel confident doing so. So instead of being anxious and being scared and being concerned or just kind of throwing up your hands, think, ask yourself, what is this an opportunity for me to practice? Where do I feel like I have in the past not shown up as the best version of myself? And how am I going to make that different this year? Instead of thinking about it like, this really insurmountable challenge that you're facing and you have to survive and remind yourself, this is supposed to be enjoyable. And if it's not, what can I do? What can I think differently? How can I act differently? What can I put in place so that I actually am enjoying what should be a really enjoyable time of year? Same thing goes for your vacations or your birthdays or whatever it is. These recurring pieces of life are going to keep coming at you. And even if you haven't navigated them to the best of your ability in the past, that's why you want to think about this as an opportunity 
to do things differently this year. There's no perfect. There's no like benchmark where you're comparing yourself to some ideal and you feel like you're falling short. All you have to do to feel successful is make a little bit more of an effort than you have in the past. Do a little bit better than you have in the past. Be able to recognize progress in that form. Oh, you know what? Typically, I eat 15 cookies when the kids go to bed. This year, I implemented all the strategies I know to reduce that. I put them in the freezer. I put them out of sight and hard to reach. I pre-portioned them. I got most of them out of the house. I made the ones that I liked a little bit less, whatever it is. Give yourself the opportunity to prove to yourself that you can behave differently, that you can rise to the opportunity to just start start stepping into that ideal version of yourself. It's not like a trial and tribulation. It's fun. It's holidays. It's Thanksgiving. It's Christmas. It's Hanukkah. It's New Year's. You should be enjoying yourself and you deserve to be able to enjoy yourself and feel good about yourself, like the way that you're looking and feeling and not feel like you're digging yourself into a hole. So just know that all of this is available to you and If you want our help with it, you've got a couple of options. If you're a past client, you can join us in the club. If you are interested in foundations, like I said, enrollment is open a few more days. And if you know that you want one-on-one attention and you really want to deep dive and do our 12-week one-on-one program to carry you not just through the holidays, but well into the new year, we've got a spot for you with that as well. And just like... uh, my business coach did, we will be raising our one-on-one rates in 2022. So your reward for being an action taker and getting started now would be saving some money on that one-on-one investment. So those are your options. You can go to sravencom slash foundations or sravencom slash call to book a consult with us about our one-on-one program. Hope you guys have a great holiday season. I'll be back next week with a... Uh, guest expert, Rachel Cunningham, who does our exercise programming for the club, is going to be joining me for a conversation about working around injuries. So make sure to check that out. Hope you guys have a great week. If you like this podcast, you will love the deep dive that we provide on our consult calls. When is the last time you actually set aside any chunk of time to just think and talk about yourself, about your goals? and really dug into what's actually standing in your way. Just that alone, just having a sounding board for your thoughts can be incredibly eye-opening and help you get that aha moment that you need to actually take the first step toward lasting change. If during our conversation, we know for sure we can help you bridge the gap from where you are now to where you want to be, then we'll offer to share with you what our one-on-one coaching experience is like and how we can help support and guide you to that goal. You can book a call with us at estereyevent.com slash call, and we can't wait to get to know you. 